0: Welcome to Christchurch Winchester Advent Podcast 2020. My name is Brian Wakelin and today is Saturday December the 19th. What does Advent mean to you? And don't get me started on when we should start singing Christmas carols. For some, Advent is simply the desperate rush to get everything ready for this year's Christmas Day. For others, it's a time to look back at the run-up to the first coming of Jesus, a bit like we have done in the earlier part of these podcasts. For others, it's a time to look forward to the second coming of Jesus. Historically, Advent has been a penitential season, a time of spiritual inspection and preparation to celebrate the Feast of Christmas with clean hearts and hands. This pattern of looking back, looking forward and penitence is seen in the words of the Advent carols. Hark the glad sound, the Saviour comes, the Saviour promised long. Lo, he comes with clouds descending, Christ appears on earth again. Let us haste with tears of sorrow, one and all, to be forgiven. And this same pattern of looking back, looking forward and penitence appears in a single sentence, our reading this morning, Titus 2, 11-14. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people, It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and earthly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age, while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness, and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager, to do what is good. Titus was one of Paul's companions in planting the church in Crete. His current job is to oversee the development of the young churches. The islanders had a reputation. One writer even suggests it was a bit like sending Titus into the Wild West. Titus, first the good news. I'm appointing you as a missionary bishop. Titus, now the bad news, on Crete. The letter is taken up with instructions about Christian behaviour, in the home, in the community, in relation to worldly authorities, and yes, in the church. It could simply be a list of do's and don'ts, were it not for the reasons the behaviours were being taught. And those readings that are found in our reading today are as relevant today as they were then. The grace of God has appeared, a looking back to the first coming of Jesus. What does God's grace look like? Grace is not an abstract idea, but it's found in a person, in our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. In his life, Jesus showed what grace is by how he dealt with those he knew or felt or were told they were failures in God's eyes. The woman at the well. The woman taken in adultery. Matthew and Zacchaeus, the tax collectors. The man born blind. Peter, his closest friend. All lifted up and restored. Godly living is to be our response to grace that has been poured out, a response that says no to the bad things that are framed by the world, or saying yes to the things that bring glory to the God of grace. The appearing of the glory of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ, and looking forward to the second coming of Jesus. Paul describes this as our blessed hope, a time of waiting and of transformation for it to happen. What impact does this second appearing have on how you live? This is not God waving a big stick or watching over our shoulders, but it should lead us to ask the question, are we ready? Is our way of living one which says, this is how I want to live for eternity? So yes, Advent is a time of penitence. It is a looking back to the first appearing of Jesus, and it is a looking forward to the second. When I was little, I loved watching the way my shadow changed when I walked in the dark between two streetlights. Actually, I still do, if I'm honest. You know what it's like. You are illuminated by a streetlight you have passed, and it shines light on where you are going with your shadow in front of you. At some point, the next street light, the one in front of you, takes over, drawing you towards its light, and your shadow goes behind you. Christ's first appearing, literally his epiphany, and his second appearing, literally epiphany, should have that same push-pull effect on our lives, as we follow his call to walk in the light. Let's pray. Jesus, we greet you with wonder. You are precious beyond mere words, and our world needs your presence more than ever. I gladly take up the angel song of good news, joy and peace. Let kings bow down, let all creation marvel, let this love story ring out for all to hear. Amen.